Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. You can email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I am flying solo again today. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. I'll do my best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. And uh, as we always talk about, uh, we've got some technology news out there for you. The boys at Microsoft are doing their annual purge of their employees, laying off about 3,000 folks, mostly in the sales uh, areas of Microsoft. And uh, they've had larger... Um, layoffs, 3,000 is kind of a small number. Back in 2014, they dropped 18,000 folks. Um, so, you know, it's a typical thing with Microsoft after their uh, annual budget is ended at the end of June. They cut employees um, to try to stay, of course, competitive. And uh, so if you're part of Microsoft's uh, sales organization, you might be getting a pink slip or you might have already gotten one. Um, but it's just the, the nature of the beast when it comes to uh, technology and large companies. But it is definitely newsworthy. In other news, uh, I, think, I think they're still a Connecticut company. They haven't moved out of the state yet. WWE, uh, World Wrestling Entertainment, has exposed 3 million wrestling fans um, online, basically with their addresses, their ethnicities. Uh, this is all based on if you're a, a WWE fan – I guess you go online and you fill out your demographic information about being a, a WWE fan, and uh, they track everything about you: your age, of course, you know if you're if you're a kid or what have you, but your your ethnicity as well, which has to do with marketing. You probably remember that Facebook was, uh, I don't know, criticized for um, marketing using marketing based on your ethnicity, and uh, decided not to do that. So I'm not sure what the WWE is doing with all this data and why they need to express your ethnicity about why you're a WWE fan. The issue is, of course, the data was placed on a unsecure Amazon server in the cloud. Now, this has been happening quite often. And I didn't bring this up um, last week or the week before. I kind of forgot about it. But the Republican Party recently, a marketing contractor, left 198 million voter database uh, uh, records on an unsecured Amazon web server. Uh, it's getting kind of silly out there, guys. So these companies who are tracking your information uh, are not being good stewards of your data, and they're sticking it on these Amazon servers um, and not configuring it properly to, to make sure that the right folks have access to the data. This is wide-open data. Um, there's a Forbes article that I'll put out here for you guys to read. 
But people are calling for folks like Amazon uh, who have these web servers to do kind of a, a better job of securing data. The thing about technology, as you guys know, this show has been on for 22, 23 years. It gets complicated, right, to do things. Just my explaining how to configure OpenDNS literally makes people's hair hurt. And it's a fairly simple process if you have some uh, some technology uh, experience. Now, these companies are big companies with big IT departments, but they're too lazy to figure out how to stick data out on a web server securely. They just plop it up there. And uh, it's it's all being exposed. So, obviously, if Amazon forced you to secure the data, that would make the system a little harder to use. And um, that might be part of the problem as far as their market goes. But you got to do something to protect our data. 198 million voter records were exposed by this company that the Republican Party uses for marketing. And now, WWE, 3 million wrestling fans. We won't even talk about the fact that there's 3 million wrestling fans. <laughs> I, mean, I used to watch wrestling when I was a kid, too, a little bit. But you guys know it's fake, right? Um, so we'll put a link up there for you guys to read what's going on in the world of data security or the lack of data security that's out there. I want to give you a little bit of uh, something that happened to me personally. So I'm trying to get rid of a hot tub. And where do you, where do you get rid of things that you're trying to sell? Craigslist, right? So I put this hot tub on Craigslist, and maybe three or four days later, I get a text from some guy who wants me to uh, he wants to buy the hot tub. Oh, that's great! All excited, Craigslist worked. But he sends me this text, and he says, um, "I'll give you an extra hundred bucks for that hot tub if you take the if you take the um, ad down right now, and um, let me get together with my movers so I can get the hot tub out of there." So I, I didn't take it off, but uh, a week later, he gets back with me and says, "Okay." I'm ready to buy the hot tub. I've got a, a certified check coming to you. I was like, great. How much is the check for? Well, the check was for $1,500 more than I was asking for because he wanted me to wire that that delta, that difference, to pay his movers. Big red flag should go up, guys. This is a very common fraud that occurs when you place anything online to sell on the internet. If, if the buyer asks you, the seller, to send money anywhere, run away. Okay, it is a fraud, it is a scam. And even in the texting back and forth of this guy, who supposedly was from Stratford, yet the check came out of Texas from a bank in California, because it did arrive at my home. Uh, looks legitimate, but most likely... That check would be deposited. There would be no funds, but the money and the difference that you'd be wiring out would be from your own bank account. you got to ask yourself, folks, why somebody would ask you to pay for movers when they went through all the trouble to send a check from Texas out of a bank in California but couldn't figure out how to pay their movers. When I asked him why he couldn't pay his movers, he said, oh, they move around a lot. They don't have, you know, I don't know where they are. So I'm supposed to find them? <laughs> I mean, I would have been happy to cut the guy 100 bucks in cash to help him move a hot tub. I figured that's what it would be going to cost, but it's going to cost more than the hot tub itself to move it. Please be careful, guys. These, uh, these guys are sl uh, very uh, slick. They talk right to you through your texting, and until I asked him how much he was sending, I said it, it seemed like a legitimate um, guy on the other side. I'm going to put a link out there for you guys to look at 
uh, from RIA. That's the company he wanted me to use to, to, to wire money um, to his movers. <laughs> and they have a great link about explaining all the scams that are out there when it comes to stuff that you're selling on the Internet. So be very careful. Um, I'd also recommend, if obviously, you can't go to a, to a police department to sell a hot tub. But if you're selling anything small... Um, that is easily uh, moved. You should do that transaction, maybe in the in your local town's police department um, uh, parking lot. That way, whoever's coming to see you is not going to rip you off, and you're going to be able to give them the merchandise and get get paid rather safely. And many police departments will actually let you come on in and do the do the transaction within their station because you don't know who you're talking to on the internet. It's a uh, it's a crazy place. So uh, I'm going to be here till 11 o'clock flying solo. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Hey, if you've been potentially scammed on the Internet, sometimes telling folks about what happened to you prevents things to happen to other folks. So feel free to get online and let us tell us your stories of any online fraud that you might have dealt with. We'll be right back. Back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. I'm flying solo today. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. If you've uh, got any co- uh, computer comments, questions, and concerns, I'll do my best to help you out. Also, if you've uh, either been a victim of uh, uh, computer fraud of some kind or internet fraud or you were able to prevent your, any kind of fraud from occurring because you were wise to it, feel free to get online and tell your story. It's something that can help other folks. Uh, we've talked about that Microsoft scam where there's a alert that comes up on your computer to call Microsoft because you've got a problem. Um, that scam is still going strong, and people still fall for it. Um, but any kind of uh, fraud that you've dealt with, uh, feel free to get online and share your story. But let's get to your calls. We're going to go to uh, Glenn and Cromwell next. Morning, Glenn. Glenn, you there? Hi. Yes, I am. What can we do for um- you? I'm I'm having trouble with getting to Google.com. Really? Yes. Um, I, it, it's timing out. Uh, I've tried it from another computer, another Windows 10 system in my house. That it works okay there. Um, it it I can get to anything else. I can get to other parts of Google, say uh, the Gmail by going to mail.google.com, but I can't get to the main Google.com. That's I mean, extraordinarily frustrating. I've run <laughs> uh, Defender, done yeah. a whole system scan. I've run Malwarebytes. Uh, they bo- both came up clean. In fact, when I got on this morning, uh, I, I called in to get in queue, and, and I checked, and it was suddenly working. Oh, okay. I said, well, I'll try it a couple of other, you know, to verify. I went back and, and tried it on IE in addition to Chrome. Then suddenly it's failing, and now it's failing again everywhere. Everywhere on that computer, but other computers yeah. are still okay. Uh, I assume so. I they never had any problem. Okay, so t- this generally would be a DNS problem. Um, you might have an old DNS entry in your IP configuration that is that it has an, um, an error or a problem with where, uh, where to find Google. Do you use some of the services I've recommended, like OpenDNS, uh, as your DNS provider? Uh, no. Okay. I haven't attempted yet. Okay. Um, 
So if you look at your IP configurations under your network settings, you might have a fixed IP address in there for your DNS settings. And again, one of it, it could be older. What I'd like you to consider is um, changing over to OpenDNS as far as your DNS provider. That'll do two things for you. It'll speed up your internet greatly, and it'll be more secure. Um, most likely, like I said, something is incorrect on your machine right here. The other machines in your home are working okay, right? So it's got to be just a setting on this particular machine. We can put um, some links up there for you as far as how to change your DNS settings within um, your work, your workstation there. But I think it'd be better for you to go and just configure OpenDNS, uh, use that information, which we'll put a link up there for as well. Uh, and that should solve your issue, Glenn. Um, if it doesn't solve your issue, there's something wrong. Well, again, if it's only with Google, it's got to solve your issue. You're able to search other things and surf other places. Have you tried Bing? I mean, I know it's it's kind of useless, but have you tried Bing as a search engine? Yes, I also tried DuckDuckGo, and and they work fine. Okay, yeah. So this is some sort of odd um, old DNS uh, entry you must have that is uh, not not used anymore for Google, and that is where your problem lies. I would contend. Are you using any any other kind of filter like Canine? Yes, you are. Yes. Try clearing that cache. It does cause trouble, and that's one of the reasons that. I have been recommending OpenDNS as of late. Uh, that's a command inside there? Yes, you have to log into the canine system and yeah. uh, clear the cache. You could just simply have huge logs that are causing this trouble as well. Okay. And, and again, uh, how, where, where am I getting directions on uh, uh, connecting into uh, You would go to computertalkwithtab.com. It's the name of our show. Yep. Uh, dot com uh, or like us on Facebook at Tab Computer Systems. That'll get into your news feed. If you follow us on Twitter at Tab Computer Sys, it'll get you there. Either there's many ways you can find that information that we'll put up there for you, Glenn. Or you can just right. Google OpenDNS. Uh, OpenDNS, but you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll be there okay. for you if you go and, and take a look. Great, thank you very much. You got it, Glenn. All right, All right bye-bye. bye bye. It is frustrating because you know everybody Google's everything. It's almost like Xeroxing when you. We used to do things like Xeroxing. It was called copying is Xerox. Now you're, you're Google. I wonder if it made, to, made it to the, the dictionary. Did Google become a – it did, yeah. Mike and I think it became a verb. Uh, let's go on to uh, Bernie in Weathersfield. Hey, Bernie, what's up? What is a Chromebook computer? Well, I think the word computer is too strong. Uh, basically, it's a, it's a device that will that'll utilize just a browser to operate. So Chromebook is using the Chrome browser as its operating system. So it's not, I mean, yeah, you can call it a computer, but it's really not a computer as far as I'm concerned. It's going to limit you to only being able to do things within that Chrome ecosphere, which is all browser-based. You know, you'll be able to surf the Internet. You'll be able to download apps from the Google Store. Um, basically, it's, gonna, it's kind of like having a smartphone without the ability to make a phone call. Um, it's just a browser-based device. So that's probably why you'll notice they're very cheap. Right? Oh, just What did you say, Arlene? Can you Google on it? Can you Google on it? <laughs> you can Google on it, yeah, because Chrome is a part of the the Google ecosphere. You can definitely Google. You can Google on it, yep. If that's all you want to do, it's a perfect device. <laughs> <laughs> is it for a beginner? I would contend not. Um, it's it's not really a it's not a computer. It's a it's a it's a big brow. It's a basically it's a piece of glass for browsing. 
Um, if you want to have a beginner computer, you want something with an operating system, a real operating system like Windows uh, 10 or Apple. Um, to, uh, you don't want to go with uh, just a Chromebook to, as a beginner because all you're doing is using a browser. And in this day and age of 2018, you guys know how to use browsers, right? So you can do that now. So you're, ha you're not really learning anything new with a Chromebook. If you're buying a new computer, what do you recommend? Anything special today? Uh, you want to have at least an, um, an i5 processor, although going from a Chromebook to an i5 is like jumping massively. Uh, but an i5 processor is a good middle-of-the-road, business-grade level of machine that will give you a good performance. Uh, 4 to 8 gigs of RAM, uh, Windows 10, those are your basics. Uh, you can find machines like that in the $500 to $900 range um, everywhere. So take a look at a real machine just so, just so you can uh, compare what a real computer is versus a Chromebook. Very good, sir. All right, Bernie. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Bye-bye. Can you Google on it? There you go. This is Computer Talk with Tab. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. I'll be here to 11 o'clock. Lines are wide open. Also, if you've ever been a uh, victim of, of computer fraud, uh, online scamming, or, or maybe you saw one and you stopped it, let us know. Uh, I'd love to hear your story. It might help somebody else. We'll be right back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. I'm going to be here till 11 o'clock flying solo this morning. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. I'd love to hear if you've uh, had to deal with a potential internet or online scam of some kind and how you dealt with it. Uh, I recently gave you my story of uh, a guy trying to get me to pay his movers um, to pick up the hot tub I'm selling on Craigslist. And... Uh, I'd love to hear your story, so uh, feel free to get online and talk about that as well, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC, because it can help other people uh, be aware of these things as they're trying to sell their stuff online. But let's get to your calls. We're going to go to Bob in uh, Rocky Hill next. Hey, Bob. Bob, you there? Yeah. What's up, Hi, Brad? Eric. How you doing? No, I'm good. What's going on with you? It sounds like you and I had uh, running with the same guy on Craigslist. Um, yeah. I was, I'm selling a generator. Yep. On Craigslist, and I get a text from the guy. He says, "Oh, I'll definitely interested in it. I want to pay full price. Uh, give me an extra hundred dollars if you'll take it off of Craigslist." Wow! I'm gonna have my secretary get online, and basically, uh, she's gonna set up and send me a uh, certified check. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, it sounds exactly like what happened to me. And, yeah. And I'm thinking, I'm getting 50, I want $1,400. He's going to pay me $1,500 for this generator. Right. And he's going to ship it. He's going to ship he's going to have it. His movers pick it up and ship it somewhere. Yeah. And he says he's in California on business. Mm hmm. And I look up his area code for his phone number. It's out of Florida. Of course. I did the same thing. Yep. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm thinking he could buy this generator. Yeah. And save money by going to a dealer. So I said, there's something wrong with this thing, this yep. deal. Yep, yep. So then somebody, we're at a party, and somebody comes up to me and says, he's going to give you a certified check. You cannot accept a certified check of any kind, from out of, especially out of state, because what they do is a month later, they can pull that money back. A month later? 
even a month later, and I went online and researched this, and it's true. You cannot trust certified checks from anywhere, especially outside of the state. Interesting. So there's that's where they got you, right? They're hey, we're sending right. you a certified check, and you're thinking, okay. And even said yeah. in, my, in the text that I got, you know, you can wait till it's clear. Well, like you're telling, right. exactly, and it will clear, but they're going to pull it out a month later. They have a way of pulling it out because so, it goes between different banks that you and I can't even get to. Right. So here, if you go on Craigslist, they even warn you about this. So here's the thing: part of me wanted to beat this scam a little bit by actually opening up a bank account from a different bank, depositing that check, right? Yeah. Let, letting it deposit, letting it clear, take the money out. Now he can't pull it because I'm closing that account. That account doesn't even exist anymore, and maybe I've got his money. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> These yeah. guys are pretty smart, I'll tell you. They are, but if you again, if it's real money, they can't pull out money out of an account or cancel an account that you, doesn't yeah. exist. And if it has yeah. thirty, I would think the banking system has a bit of a problem there. If you can pull money back thirty days later, that does sound That's like what a I huge thought too. But, uh, but I went online and started reading about it, and I guess it's true they can do it. Interesting. I'm not sure how. Yeah, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna look into that, Bob, because that sounds really like it's not fair to you and I, the banking exactly. public. To me. Uh, I know years ago, if you issued a certified check, it was good as gold. Exactly. Yeah, you did not have to worry about it. Now, if it's within state, is a little bit different, I think, because then you go with the, you know, you're right here. Yeah. But these out-of-state banks or out-of-country, you don't know where the bank is. Yeah, this thing came from California. I'm like, wait yeah. a minute, this guy lives in Stratford, sent me a certified check from a Texas UP, uh, a post office box, yeah. and the bank is Californian. I haven't yeah. made no sense to me whatsoever. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So, well, Bob, thanks for giving us uh, what happened to you. Giving okay. us a call. Appreciate it, Bob. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So, yeah, if anybody is in the banking public out there, if you're part of a bank, can you kind of confirm Bob's comment there? Can you, if, the, if a certified check comes from out of state, pull that money back 30 days later? That seems really unfair if that's true. Let's go on to um, uh, David in the car next. Hey, Dave, what's up? Hey, I have an old um, external hard drive when I had a PC, and it's got about 3,000 songs on it, and I'm now a Mac user. 3,000 3, songs, did you say? 3,000 songs, Okay, yeah. okay, sure. Um, and they're MP3 files, mm -hmm. and now I have a Mac, and nope. I can't access that music anymore. And I'm wondering, is there a way to convert that stuff over? This is an older, you know, the external hard drives that were like the size of a shoebox. Um, <laughs> one of those guys now. Now it's a thumb drive. But um, but wait a minute. So, so is there an easy way to convert those files all at once, or do you have to do them one by one? Um, okay, so there's probably a way you can do it in a batch, but I'm not positive. Are you telling me MP3s can't be played on Macs? I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm not sure how they're – I'm not sure how I – Save them on the old external hard drive, but um, the I can't read it. Ah, on my Mac. there you go. There's your snag. Maybe you can't you can't read that 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 file configuration on that external drive. Correct. Um, that's your biggest problem because uh, I always thought Macs could play MP3s. I would be shocked if they couldn't, um, but maybe they can't. But I, I think you can. Um, I, you're part of the iTunes thing, right now. I am, yeah. Okay, so you could go on the load iTunes on your PC. Does that still exist, or did it completely go away? No, it's gone. It it went kaput. 
Okay, so the computers could put uh, cuz mm, do you have any other access? Well, I guess you probably don't to another Windows PC cuz if you could just bring iTunes up on a Windows computer, that's your account, plug in the 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 hard drive to that Windows machine, then you could bring those tunes into iTunes. Yeah. And then resynchronize it to your Mac using the iTunes account on your system. Um but maybe you've got an issue with your drive. Are you sure that that hard drive works on other computers? Have you tried it? I have not. That's you, probably a good place to start then. Yeah, because it may not be – it may be a problem with the drive. It may not have anything to do with converting or anything like that. Um, okay. Hopefully you don't have all your stuff on that one drive. Well, it's just an old you know, series of things, people uh, – CDs I had saved onto this drive, You know, just trying to consolidate things over the years and yeah. – uh, you know, some one-off stuff from radio stations and things like that that are hard to, hard to get these days. I understand. Yeah, so. sure. Um, so see if you can connect it to a, another PC that's not a Mac and see if you can see the drive. If you can't, you could have a physical problem with that drive, and that's where you need to start. Yeah. Okay. Hey, right. thank you for the advice. All right, David. See you. Yep, bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can run MP3s on Macs. I'm pretty sure. Um, all right. Let's go to your calls and go to Roscoe in Cromwell next. Hey, Roscoe, what's up? Good morning, Eric. Can I, do uh, I had a question on, I guess, what I can do to protect my laptop a little more. <laughs> okay. What happened was my wife was searching for someone. She uh, actually Googled their name. All right. And uh, <laughs> a list came up, and one of the sites that came up was something called Truth Finder. Okay. Uh, and I assume she clicked on this link and then ended up closing it and went on to something different. Yeah. Later that night, I got notified from my bank that there was suspicious activity on my debit card. Uh, my debit card was sitting in my wallet, so I knew my wife didn't have the number. Right. And when I looked at my bank account, there was Truthfinder. Uh, several charges that were made to my debit card. Hmm. Uh, how they got my number, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I had used my card on that laptop previously. Okay. I do have virus protection on it. I use Malwarebytes. Right. And I had to run Malwarebytes after this happened and nothing came up. Uh, I'm just wondering what else I can do to like stop this from happening in the future. Okay. Well, I'm not sure it's all connected, but I'm going to talk to you first about OpenDNS. Yeah. I think we've talked about it so many times I'm almost blue in the face. OpenDNS... <laughs> would prevent people on your computer from going to inappropriate sites that are, and I say inappropriate, malicious sites, sites that you can't trust. They're okay. not going to let you go there. Um, I recently had a call from a fire marshal who said, hey, your your software is blocking us from going to our, a fire marshal site. Well, it's because it was compromised. <laughs> the host that had the fire marshal site running obviously had a virus being delivered to the fire marshals. They didn't realize it, but without the the, the tool in place, you wouldn't have known. Um, so OpenDNS will protect you from going to malicious sites, and you can configure it further to, to further protect you as far as the types of sites. Now, the fact that your wife went searching on this truth finder, I, I don't know of any, unless it was able to look at some sort of cache of you using that card, a debit card, and you wouldn't typically use a debit card to buy, to buy anything online, right? Uh, typically, no. I think this one time I did. All right. Well, the, uh, which was just a few days before this happened. Okay. I just thought it was funny that the the site that she actually mentioned was the one that actually used my debit card number. 
Yeah, that is really weird. Um, and it's too hard to really diagnose just over a radio program. Um, but I would, there must have been some sort of cash left or something she went to before. Or maybe she does know the number um, that you don't realize it. Uh, <laughs> no, that's not – that's not something my wife would know. <laughs> okay, that's fine. But or yeah. remember. All right, gotcha. Yeah. Um, it is kind of odd. I agree with you. Um, but again, if you surf in a more safe way using OpenDNS, these types of things won't happen. Never use debit cards. Heck, I don't even recommend using debit cards anywhere, um, only because they rip into your bank account and pull the money directly out. Whereas a credit card, they're promising you're promising to pay later. Right, and so you're protected. Nobody's going to take money out of anybody's account with a credit card. Um, so at least you have some protections. But I'm trying to think of anything else that could have occurred. You might have some sort of keylogger running. You could have some other kind of malware running. You've done some of your scans, so you're probably safe. Um, but it's always going to creep you out now, right? You're always going to be worried. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> that Truthfinder charge, how much was it? Uh, there were actually four or five separate charges. The highest one was forty nine ninety five. There was one for a dollar, one for three dollars, one for twenty four dollars. They weren't anything excessive. Yeah, almost like they were testing to see if you were going to notice it with the tiny ones, and then they hit you with a forty dollar one. Mm. Um, I don't know what Truthfinder is. I can do a look up here to see what kind of what kind of website that is. But I, obviously, you have to work with your bank to try to get that money back. Um, yeah, but, they've they've actually already reversed all the charges, so that was no issue. Good. Uh, now I do have uh, premium malware bytes running on my other laptop. Mm -hmm. uh, that's like real time protection. Yep. I'm wondering if I should put that on my this other laptop if that would help at all. You could. I mean, you don't need you don't need two antiviruses. That could be your your full antivirus uh, product, and then um, then run OpenDNS, and you'll be in much better shape and much more secure. Um, okay. But I would think there's something else that occurred for them to get that that number. I can't imagine her searching did it. That number would have had to have been in a cache somewhere, um, and they were they would have had to you know reach in and find it. So I try to think back to where else you used that that debit card on your computer, and that might be where it occurred. Um, mm. And the bank can also do some uh, investigating i mean they probably won't because it's such a small number but they could do some investigating to see where those those cart those charges really came from maybe um they're going to track it they, they have probably a fraud division that they're going to work on okay so open dns though is a great way to make yourself safe and you know try to use just a credit card and just use one credit card on your uh, all your computer uh, purchases that way if that card gets compromised you know where it came from okay all right i appreciate your help all right roscoe good luck Thank you. Yep, bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Hey, if you're in the banking community, can you confirm what Bob said about uh, certified checks from out of state? Can the person who sent you the check actually stop payment a month later and withdraw the funds? That just sounds like it's not fair. We'll be right back. back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. I'm here at 11 o'clock flying solo. Feel free to get online. and I'll do my best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. And if you've ever had an incident trying to do something on Craigslist, uh, any kind of scam you were a part of, uh, give us a ring here and let us know your experience and what happened to you. I recently have been trying to sell a hot tub and uh, a scammer tried to have me wire money 
to his movers. <laughs> I mean, obviously, they're his movers, so how come he can't pay them? But uh, he wanted to give me 100 bucks more for my hot tub, and if I would then uh, take his check, which would be much larger than my sale price for the hot tub, and wire his movers the money. Why he couldn't do it, I don't know. But he sure made it compelling. It seemed like so nonchalant, you know. How come you can't pay your movers? Well, they move around a lot. I don't know where they live. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll do that then. Not trying to make fun of it because you can find yourself anxious to sell something and you're they're preying on the fact that you want to move that product. And uh, they make it sound like it's so normal, you know, when it's not. So anybody can fall prey to this. I have not. I didn't. But I wanted to bring it up to you guys so you can kind of be aware of this kind of stuff that goes on. Let's go on to... Uh, Richard in Springfield next. Hey, Richard. Hey, Eric. How are you? I'm good. How are you, sir? Good, thanks. Um, story on Craigslist listing. A couple of years ago, I was selling my daughter's uh, old car for like $1,200. Yeah. And, of course, got one of the uh, infamous text messages about, is it still for sale? Right. I'm busy at work. I can't find it. I'll send you the check. Mm-hmm. Can wait till the fund's clear. And... I never checked where the area code was from, but it probably could be a spoof number anyway. Right, exactly. And um, it just the, the the English was way you know way off, so it's probably coming from some foreign country somewhere. I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and then of course they were very persistent. You know, kept saying not interested, and right. then just stopped answering, and still kept getting the text. You know, come on, come on, you got to do this. We got to do it. You know. So. <laughs> Did they ever send you a check? Uh, no. <laughs> no, I didn't answer him after the first reply. Then I wasn't interested. So Yeah, it's hard to find a good good purchase on Craigslist these days. It always makes you a little creepy. I don't yeah, know why. Yeah, it actually worked out good because a local kid ended up buying it. and Yeah. It had a lot of rust, and I'm sure he's going to fix it up. And nice. just thrilled with it. So <laughs> Nice, nice. I did have a question, though. I got a new Dell laptop replacing an old 10-year-old Vista machine. Yeah, sure. And I didn't want to buy Microsoft Office. But I wasn't sure about – I was thinking open office, but then I was reading some things that says that that doesn't seem like it's what it used to be, like it's not updated as much in things. Right. So I wasn't sure if like open office or libre office or something else would be better. Well, the word – Any be- recommendations? Yeah, it's a matter of better. So uh, most of the, of the planet uses the word Microsoft uh, suite, right? Yes. Um, so you, you can try any of those other alternatives. Just, you know, if you're just going to write, you know, documents and don't care um, – They'll work fine. It's just if you have to do things for business and other folks have to open up the the content, you can find that they may not understand how to open it or they may not have a tool that opens it or you could have trouble with the other end. Um, so you know, my recommendation is to just purchase the Office Suite once. You know, Office 2016 is out and uh, you'll, it'll last you another 8, 9, 10 years. Yeah. Um, 365, they want you to rent the software forever. Yep, and, I wouldn't uh, want to do that. No, no. <laughs> it's just insane. Yep, um, we have a client who's spending nine thousand um, dollars a year renting office, and we're trying to get them to. St- we pick them up and trying to say, look, you can just buy it once if you want. Um, why rent it forever? It just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, uh, and they're going to say, well, you have the latest and greatest. Who cares? Yeah, I mean, half the insurance companies out there are still using COBOL uh, to process our insurance claims. So uh, yeah. you can use older software and get things done. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I've never used any of them other than Microsoft, for better or for worse, because it really is what the business community uses. So I just tell you to buy it once and move on. Okay. All right, Richard. All right, thanks. Enjoy the show. Thanks. All right, bye-bye. Okay, bye.
All right, we're going to be here till 11 o'clock, guys. Feel free to stick around. We've got Carl in Bloomfield, Scott in Manchester. And uh, two lines open for you, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. I also want to hear your stories. If you've ever dealt with scammers on Craigslist or selling stuff online, you know, they tried to entice you with uh, an extra 100 bucks um, and want you to pay their movers <laughs> by wiring money. Run away. It's a scam. <laughs> uh, don't let it happen to you. I want to hear your story so you can help others uh, think about it when they're dealing with this stuff in the future. All right, we'll be right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.